Hello, welcome back to the Pro Try News podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Glass, joined with me by Patrick Lemieux and our guest today, Chelsea Burns. Talbot is, um, no one knows really where Talbot is or what he's doing 99% of the time, so um, he's not joining us. Chelsea's joining us uh, to kind of get us rallied and ready for WTS Yokohama happening this weekend. Chelsea is raced uh, draft legal for the last seven years, has been a part of the college recruitment program. Uh, ran cro- track and cross country at Colgate University. Um, Chelsea, how much free toothpaste did you get while you were in in school at Colgate University? Uh, not enough. Not I've enough. run out. It's been it's been nine years, and I'm using Sensodyne. So, so do, do you get a lot of jokes, a lot of toothpaste jokes, or has it been a while? Um, no, I don't. And usually, everyone who I get them from thinks they're pretty funny by asking that. So. <laughs> I tend to think I'm hilarious, so Zane. that's great. Yeah, well, I mean, you are, you are. Just because I'm not laughing doesn't mean you're not funny, so. Oh, man. <laughs> Pat, you that's seemed awesome. flustered before we got started today. Are you okay? I, um, you know, I thought it was like 145, and at 202, you would text me, and you're like, dude, you coming on? And I was just kind of, uh, you know, it was a little bit of a tornado um, to to get here. So I'm, I'm really happy to be here. I'm thrilled that Chelsea's on. Um Let's. I think we've got to just hammer through the 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 race, and then we've got to go. I want to really spend. We've got Chelsea in here, who's got a great understanding of what's going on with the uh, the race coming up in Yokohama, and I think we really have got to pry open and try and give the audience as much of an understanding of just like all of the moving pieces to what that's going on at the race this weekend in Yokohama, and then also what's going on just to even get there. We're starting to see photos come out of what life is like in quarantine for the athletes at Yokohama. But first, let's let's hop into the challenge race that happened, and then I think we've got we've to dive into the WTS Yokohama. Love it. We'll, we'll go through this real quick. So we had Challenge Ricione this weekend. Um, Thomas Sturger got first place, ran a 108 half. Uh, second place, Pablo De Pina, and then third place, Sebastian Keenley in his first race back. Kind of had a, a rough swim. He talked about it on his Instagram about how he was a little disappointed. Um, the amount of swim training he's been doing since he's been injured and like that. Um, the women's race, Rissa De Fry got first, India Lee second, and Marta Bernardi got third. Um, so just a couple of, couple of things to take away. Sebi ran a 111, which for Sebastian is pretty freaking good. I think that that's what he was running whenever he was competing at a high level at 70.3s. And so it's good to see him coming back into form. Did you no. see you, Spat? No. So sponsored by, by New Balance, but I feel like I had seen those shoes before. So it's possible that New Balance into the prototype world of, of the carbon shoes. Uh, that they are. Yeah, no, I'm no surprise if they try and... Uh, beefed up that lineup and tried to make something a little bit more uh, i guess a little bit more competitive so yeah that's that's fantastic it always seems like we're but unfortunately talking, we, we can't get them we, in the u.s so. we always end up talking about shoes at some point so um chelsea what shoes are you running in uh whatever's free perfect whatever's nice. free whatever's free nikes perfect. today they're great the uh the which Myler ones are you, which ones are you running in do you know the Myler react would highly recommend See, there we go. Cool. Yeah. What are those? Um, what are those ones? Uh, mine are black. 
<laughs> I don't know. Blech. I'm not gonna. I'm not getting paid by them to uh, endorse them. You so don't need to do. I don't a know shoe how much review. I can not, tell we, you. We don't need to ask. We don't need a shoe review. Um, nah. No. Very cool. Um, well, the reason why we brought you on, the reason why you br- we brought you on, Chelsea, is because you are in the IT world. You are around everyone. Pat used to be living that life, and he uh, he traded it for white picket fence and uh, Nike training in his backyard with his beautiful wife. So, and glorious son that wants to go to, to the bike park every day. Yeah. So and Mount Hot Wheels monster trucks go big. That's right. Go Hot Wheels. I got. I think I hear that about forty-five times a day. He says it forty-five times a day, minimum. Well, I mean, it's a little different, but I guess there are pros and cons to both. <laughs> exactly. There's. There's. You got to decide what you want to do with your life. So right. okay. So so Chelsea, we've been talking about canceling Yokohama. We've been talking. First, we talked about Yokohama not happening. Now it's clear that Yokohama is happening. That it's happening. Massive, there's some massive restrictions. But give us give us just as much insight as possible as to what's going on with there's there's just first off it's a first WTS race in a long time. Second- Let's start with number one. Let's start with the food. Okay, it's crazy. The food is crazy. Picture, all right. So they all arrive in Yokohama on the exact same day, get escorted to hotel rooms, are only allowed to leave to train, and they get meals delivered to their door on a chair outside their room. Picture those little Japanese lunchbox style bento boxes with a mysterious item in every box, like hot dog here, six noodles here, kiwi fruit here, and you just don't know what you're going to get every day. I mean, I think there is a menu, but it's pretty, it's pretty different than I think what most of those guys are eating on a daily basis. So um, I think most people knew this was going to be the case and went in with a pretty intensive bag of snacks. I did hear that one athlete arrived with a 40-pound bag full of food. So I think people were prepared, but in any case, it's certainly different than your typical race. And it's a real shame, too, because you know, I'd been to Yokohama three or four times for that race. And the breakfast buffet was always awesome. And I think like the real bummer, what I really miss about the ITU racing was just... It, it had a little more of a, of a, of a family vibe to it. And like being, you know, in the hotels with everybody and seeing everybody, that's, that was really fun. And when you don't go to those races and you're just stuck, when you go to those races and you're stuck in a hotel, it's gotta just be, I don't know how you do it. The hotel rooms there, if they're staying at the same hotel, the hotel rooms are small. It would be rough. Yeah, I think it's definitely very different than any other race, but I think everyone there is pretty excited just to have the opportunity to race. So uh, just kind of rolling with the punches and um, yeah, they're probably doing more video chatting than normal, but uh, they are not allowed to leave their floor unless they are going specifically to a training session, I believe. So they're pretty, they're pretty locked down and yeah. As a specific designated area that they can train, right? Like a, a set timeline. Yeah, so they divided it up by countries. I think there are three groups, and it's just an alphabetical by country, and you all get bus to basically a gym where you t- have, I think they have a 30-minute slot to run and maybe a 40-minute slot to swim, and they do both of those activities and then get bus back. And then same thing for bike. I believe they get bussed to a room where they all have trainers set up and cubicles for again a set amount of time 
you're stuck with your country and you just, yeah, you get a certain time to do things and it's pretty non-negotiable outside of that. And you're, and you're not, you're not allowed to go outside. No. I mean, you're going from hotel to bus that may give you a few breaths of fresh air. But other than that, I think they're inside. Chelsea, do you have any understanding of why they had, why they had to fight so hard to get the race in Yokohama and why they couldn't have just moved this venue to a different country? Um, I mean, I think you probably know a bit how WTS hosting and ITU goes. It's pretty elaborate process. I think for a country to bid on hosting a race, there's obviously quite a bit of money involved. Um, I think, though, that it is not a bad idea if they can make this entire Japan process work as just to kind of show that, hey, this can happen for the Olympics and it's it's going to work even with these rigid and unique protocols. This is probably the first event international that Japan's hosted. And so it's they, like, they did they're have, using... I think, they had a diving test event, I think, within the last week or two. But I don't know how many other than that that they've had. And and have you communicated? I, I was texting an athlete that's over there um, right now. And, you know, they didn't have anything negative to say so far about the experience. They just said, you know, we're just, this just is the way it is. If you want to race, this is what you got to do. Uh, is that what you're hearing as well? Yeah, I've talked to quite a few of them over there. And I think it's similar that everyone's just kind of really happy to be there and be able to race and was prepared pretty well with what it was going to be like. Um, I think it took them about four hours from touchdown in Narita to being able to leave the airport. So just things like that they were ready for and just the amount of paperwork and visa process they had to get through. Um, yeah, I think they're all in pretty good spirits and just realizing that this is maybe the new normal, but yeah, yeah it's a race yeah, and that's wow. what everyone wants to do. Yeah, yeah, we've had the, I've had big transfers like that where we landed Narita, and we're waiting for a long time for everybody else, and then it's still you know an hour and a half drive to Yokohama after that. So, unreal. Um, yeah, really crazy. Give us, tell us what you know about the stakes for the men's and the women's U.S. selection with and what this weekend in Yokohama means. Walk us through it. Both can we and you can start with the men or the women or whatever you know, but like. Give us an understanding of how high stakes are, are on right now for the this weekend in Yokohama. Okay, so it's probably the biggest, aside from the Olympics, the biggest race for all those men and women on the U.S. team who want a spot in Tokyo in July. Um, for the men, there have been zero athletes that have qualified so far, so there are at maximum two spots available in Yokohama. And the only way that two athletes will qualify is if one is on the podium and then a second one is in the top eight. If only if no one is in the podium and there's two athletes in the top eight, only the first will qualify. Um, so there are five of them racing, and I think, uh, yeah, they all have a pretty good shot to be in the top eight. I think a podium may be a stretch, but I wouldn't count it out for a few of those guys. So we could see up to two guys qualify. Um, and then as for the girls, since one athlete did already qualify, that was Summer Rapport at the Tokyo Test Event, which was in 2019, there's only one spot available, um, and that will go to basically the first girl across the line. I think we could all agree that there will probably be four USA women in the top eight. So yeah, just the first one um, will get that spot, and then there will be one discretionary spot but left for both the men and the women that USA Triathlon has a committee that they will name, um, uh, yeah, in probably the f weeks after Yokohama happens. 
So if okay. no men placed in the top eight, then they're going to be all discretionary. And there's how many? Three? Correct. Yep. And it'll be pretty relay um, dependent. I think that especially for the men, they are going to pick that pick their guys um, with a pretty heavy consideration on who's going to be the best in the relay, the mixed team relay, that is. Um, yes. And for and there's are the men are the U.S. men. Do we believe that they're guaranteed three slots, or is that still if they have a terrible race, could they drop down to just two? I'm not positive. I do believe it's possible they could only have two, but I'm I think they're pretty confident that they will finish the qualification period and have three spots. I think that they've had enough good, uh, especially World Cup performances at the end of 2019, um, that they're yeah can assume they'll have three going to tokyo okay if you're taking if you're taking men out of this hat for us who do you think has the best shot of getting in top eight um my guest today is probably morgan pearson kevin mcdowell and matt mcelroy um they've all had it's been so long since we've had a real race i guess so it's so hard to say but um yeah, I think they've all had a few things come up over the past few months that you never know what's going to happen, but those three guys are probably my pick. Um, I could definitely see all three of them getting in the top eight, and I could see, yeah, definitely one of them getting on the podium. I, I might pick Morgan as my podium threat, but you never know. So, no, Morgan definitely has a shot because, right, this, this bike course has a chance of having 80 guys running off the bike, and Morgan probably has the best foot speed out of all the other Americans, in my opinion. Yeah, I think the guys' race is probably more likely that they will have a front group that stays away than the girls. You have quite a few strong swim bikers there that um, that, that will be hammering on the front, but Yokohama is a, a course that oftentimes ends, up, oftentimes ends up as one big group and becomes a run race. So I think that, yeah, your fast runners are going to have a pretty good shot at a good race in this. Something I do want to go back to is you mentioned that people only have certain hours and time that they can train. That's not good for for the people, the the three athletes from Norway, because they train like freaking madmen, like six, seven, eight-hour days for ITU stuff. Yeah, I think we can all assume that Blumenfeld is probably running in circles around his hotel bed to get a few extra miles in. But um, I, I guess it, it levels the playing field. Everyone's given the same pre-race training opportunity and uh we'll see who yeah rolls who's gonna perform on the day it's it's really exciting i think because it's like it's almost like how the nba bubble was everyone gets the same food everyone gets the same amount of time to do this same amount of time to do that doesn't matter if you're lebron james or or devin booker so is there chelsea do you have any insight into okay now what okay i think you did a great job explaining the the men's policy what's the what's the likely scenario for the u.s women um so i'm pretty confident that at least one u.s woman will be on the podium i think four of them there that would be katie taylor summer and kirsten have all been on the podium in yokohama before so summer's so summer's summer is racing even though she's already earned a spot correct she is racing um i know a few people mentioned that may be controversial like why would she be taking a spot that someone else could to be qualifying but I think it's totally fair that 
she has an opportunity to go test herself traveling to Japan. There aren't many race opportunities. Um, so she will be there and obviously has uh, less on the line as the other six women, but she will be yep. there and was on the podium there the last time that Yokohama went forward. No, I, yeah, and I don't care about the taking a spot. I just, obviously we know it's highly inconvenient to go race right. in Japan. So like you've got to, you got to, there has to be, your goal has to be, okay, well, I'm going to remember, I'm going to have to refresh myself on how to race and how to experience this and what, you know, if this is going to be the setup for the Olympics, I would like to go test it. So I'm, I'm sure this will be a, a massive learning moment for her. Yes. And I think the other thing I should mention is uh, the way getting a start in an ITU WTS race works is that there is a maximum quota for countries and that's five athletes. And yeah. you may know that there are seven U.S. women that ended up on the start list. So those final two women that weren't on the start list until probably last week are Kirsten Casper and Renee Tomlin just yep. recently got on. So, um, yeah, it will be a, a battle. Yeah. Cause those, cause those spots roll down. Sure. Um, Correct. So they had to wait for the wait list to clear and that didn't happen yep. until last week. Yep. Understood. Um, any insight into what other countries policies are, you know, it's like Great Britain has already selected their, their women, but if, if I'm, understanding correctly the the men's spots are still open and alistair brownlee is not on the start list in yokohama do you have any inside scoop there um yeah that's correct the only countries that i've been told that are actually using yokohama results as selection criteria are austria and japan there could be more that i don't know um as for the men of great britain i think that the british federation is pretty uh pretty good at picking an olympic team based on medal they they want medals and i think that they're gonna they kind of probably have an idea of who they're gonna pick and i think alistair brownlee operates with a a confidence that he already has two golds and british triathlon knows what he's going to do i mean they do have alex yi who'll be racing yokohama and i think on that kind of course he could definitely make a pretty good impression that he is a a good pick but um yeah i think it's just pure runner runner. And, um, but yeah, so I think it'll just be kind of another opportunity to, sh- to, um, to show performance to federations. Wow. Okay. Um, and then what, what will be the next ITU race after this? Will it just be Leeds or will there, is there a world cup in between Yokohama and, um, Leeds that's got, that carries some weight? There will be, so there are five weeks with five races that make up the 2021 Olympic qualification. So, this weekend is Yokohama. Oh, next course. weekend will be Lisbon. The next weekend is Arzakena, which is a World Cup in Italy. So Lisbon and Arzakena are both World Cups. Then they'll have Leeds, the second World Series, and then they'll have Hatolko, which will be the last one that they'll include in the um, just potential of races to count towards Olympic qualification. Um, so most countries, I think, would be looking pretty heavily at... I think all of those races, I think sprint distance races give an opportunity for countries to see who might be a better uh, relay athlete. I think the U.S. is going to use those sprint World Cups to consider their relay men pretty heavily. So they're definitely. And then is there relays at Lisbon as well? There is a relay at Lisbon, but that relay will be a basically a relay off for the countries that haven't already confirmed a relay spot so kind of that second tier of countries that aren't ranked i think it's the top seven 
Um, so pe- countries that already have a relay spot locked up would be like a France and Australia, Great Britain, a U.S. So uh, kind of that second tier of countries, they'll be going head to head in the Lisbon relay to confirm a spot. That'll be fun to watch. That's, that's going to be some carnage on that course. Absolutely. Jeez. And then they'll have a Olympic distance World Cup the next day. Wow. Talk about shocking the freaking legs. <laughs> Jeez. All oh, right. No. Well, so we'll so we're going to have to watch that race and then report back on the results cuz there's obviously with the US selection there's there's it's going to be I'm assuming especially I mean even with the men there's going to be somebody that narrowly misses I'm sure for each race. There's going to be somebody that gets a you know the men are going to be 4th and 5th or something or the women are going to be first, second, and third like they've been, and somebody's, you know, somebody's going to get a podium and lose this. I mean, don't you think, Chelsea? Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be pretty crazy. It's, I think, just looking at the athletes there, it's, it's, it's kind of, yeah, it's just very exciting to see how much can just happen in one race, and you can have an athlete like Katie Zafirez, who's world champion in 2019, I think most everyone would agree, definitely deserves a spot on the Tokyo Olympic team, but had a crash in the test event and all it would take would be one crazy little thing going wrong for her to miss again an automatic opportunity to be selected but it is comforting to know that they do have that discretionary spot for uh reserved when this yeah this race should anything crazy happen happen correct um but yeah it i mean takes just a younger athlete having the race of their life i mean taylor nib and tamra gorman are both racing who are a bit younger than the rest of the group, but are definitely both capable of being on the podium as well. And I would not be surprised by any means to see either one of them be top American and get a spot automatically as well. Yeah. I mean, and there's going to be some sort of, you know, something that's rusty and somebody from not in everybody because they have, they've taken such a long break from racing and it just, anything could happen. So yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, well, we'll, we'll all be watching. Um, Yes, tune in. It'll be Friday night for the USA. Saturday Friday, night, 9, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific. Cool. On Friday. So make sure you get your uh, your paid subscription of, I think it's $25 a month now, or a year. Yeah, worthwhile dollars for sure. Yeah, for sure. Oh, 100%. Um, the um, amount yeah. of races that you get access to to be able to watch, like World Cups and all that other stuff. Yeah, That's the one thing that. I will say that that WTS does, and even World Triathlon does better than anyone else as far as covering races yeah, and, and no, live coverage. Is like I'll I'll pay freaking twenty five dollars a year to watch. I don't care two tri- two of the triathlons that happen, but yep. the yeah, way the that they are able fantastic. to do the coverage and the commentary, and you can download it onto an app on your Apple TV. It's incredible. It is, and I think there's a reason that. Ironman races are free, and IT races you have to pay a few dollars for. They are just a hundred percent more exciting. I'm sorry. Yep. yep. Chelsea, you don't have to apologize. Okay, good. Thank you. Never <laughs> apologize for your content. All right. So Joe, so Joe Rogan says. All right. Let's 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 hop into hot takes. All right. Hot takes. Did you see the PTO rankings that just came out today? <laughs> what did they do this time? Sam Long, number one, USA. Well, is that? But that's probably that's probably correct. Isn't yes, it? that's re- that's well reserved. That's re- okay. well deserved for uh, for Sam. What, what but, are the other? What are the other ones? So number 
one is also Teresa Adam, number two, Paula Finley. Um, Teresa Adam is still is no longer ranked higher than Daniela Riff after Daniela's amazing race. So in between, so how can how what so who's so Daniela's not number one. She wasn't, and then now after she raced St. George and uh, completely obliterated the field, she got moved back to number one. <sighs> Chelsea, do you, wanna, <laughs> do you wanna waste any more time on this or are you, are we ready? I just, I just wanna get you a little triggered. Just I mean, a little triggered. I'm just, it, it just. I agree with you, Pat, she deserves number one. Well, no, she deserves, I mean, yeah, but I mean, I mean, just the, this whole PTO. I mean, we're talking about the greatest athlete of all time. That'd be like saying, well, Tom Brady, he yeah, doesn't just, deserve the MVP. Sorry. It's it's. Chelsea, do you have any thoughts on the Collins Cup while we're here? Honestly, I'd have to look up what the Collins Cup is. I know. <laughs> I mean, I. And this is a this is a pro triathlete that has no idea what the frick's going on with the Collins Cup. Well, I did have to just explain to you all the ITU intricacies, so I think we're we're equal here. Yeah. No, fair enough, fair enough. No, it's because no one knows what the frick's going on with the Collins uh, Cup. Well, I'm glad Sam Long's number one. I'm a fan. I love Sam. Sam, we had our differences in the beginning, but now we are two peas in a pod. And, any other any other hot takes, or are we... I mean, is that... I mean, that's kind of it for the week. A little bit of a light news week, and that's okay. We're going to have a lot to report back next week. We have a light... We, this is a light week. This is going to be a quick pod. This is going to be sub-30 minutes. People, we'll see. We'll see who the uh, if everyone likes this one or if they don't like this one, we'll be able to tell. Do you want to make some picks? Should we make some picks? I was just gonna ask, who are your picks for Yokohama? We've never done this on the show, yeah, because we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings or pick people that we think are gonna win or whatever. I think it's good to put yourself out there. I mean, you just gotta risk it. All right, right, Talbot's not here to hold me back, so we're gonna make some picks. All I've right, a, women's race, Pat, top three. Yeah, I've got a pick. I've got to actually, like, I'm, I'm pulling up the, you sent in the start list. Yeah, um, I put it in the show notes. He included a lot of contenders. Yeah, I'm going to go number one. I'm going to say Beth Potter's going to win the women's race. Straight up. She's going to come off that bike, and she is going to absolutely obliterate these people. Yeah, I. so it, it looks... Look, what we have to look at are the countries, and I'm su- I'm assuming Chelsea would agree. We have to look at the countries who have got a lot riding on this. The Americans, the American women are going to have some massive performances. The top eight's going to be stacked. It also looks like there's a big French contingency there. Yeah, Cassandra so, is going to so be. There was a world where maybe we don't we don't know the French policy. Um, that might be a very important race for the French athletes. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna I'm gonna look there as well. It's and and it's my understanding that this race isn't very important for a nation like Australia. So I'm I'm gonna I'm not gonna expect massive performances there. So the, these this time of year is in all the sports. You have to look a little bit deeper into the results to understand who's made the team and who has yet to make the team because that really will change what we're expecting from from these. Uh, results. Chelsea, any thoughts? I agree. I think that you you notice a few notable absences from this race, say a Flora Duffy or a Jessica Learmont, people you would definitely expect in a WTS. Um, and those athletes have a pretty 
obvious plan and that's be ready for the Olympics. And I think that going to this, I don't know, travel roller coaster isn't necessarily what they want to do in May. Um, so yeah, you're absolutely right. The Americans, they need to be firing and it would be, I think that's why I'm telling you, I think there will be at least four of them in the top eight. Um, yeah, yeah, I would, I think you're, I think you're absolutely right. All right, back to our picks. I'm going all runners. <laughs> Beth Potter, Cassandra Bolgrand, and I think top American is going to be Taylor Spivy. Spivy. She still owes me a burrito from Chicago, so I still all call right. her the wrong name. All right, well, I'm just, you know, correcting pronunciations here. Taylor Spivey. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to hear me lay down any picks. I think it's going to be just a very... You're not laying down picks? I don't know. I mean, it, I'm trying to think a little bit larger than that and just understand what is going on um, with all these different nations and countries. And it's very, it's just very hard to make uh, any any great... Rash decisions? Yeah, I think... I, think, I mean, I'm going to go even harder than uh, Chelsea did. I think there's going to be four American women in the top five or six. No way. I, I I just Kyle. The thing is, this this race matters to them more than it does. Wait, wait, wait. Else. Is there allowed to be fans? I'm sure not. I'm sure there's no. Surely fans there's the no race. fans, right? They used oh, to oh, bus fans into this race. It's a pretty wide spread geographically course. I think that uh, your random Japanese tourist could probably walk up on the bike course, but I don't know if there's an official grandstand situation. We're saying, I doubt it. No. Yuri Ide, Yuri Ide could, ah. could surprise some people on yeah. I mean if it's yeah, if it's on a, the home course. Selection race for yeah, I just <sighs> I'm I also not going to make specific picks because I have too many friends racing, but I Oh, you guys made me be the bad person. Well, no, no, That's no. Right. I'm going to I'm going to back you up. I also am going to put Beth Potter on the podium. I don't know if, she, if for the win, but uh, I think she's going to have a pretty fast run. I'm also going to put Joanna Brown on my podium. Yeah, I'm, I will say, I think, I believe the women's race will come together on the bike. I believe the men's race will not come together on the bike. I can say those two things. You think we'll see the Norwegians just go absolutely insane because they've been completely tapered for the whole week? I mean, I think I think that's a component. I don't know what again. I don't know what the Norwegian policy is for this race um, and what they have to prove. I just, I'm, I do not. I think there will be a breakaway group for the men, and and I think the women will all come together. This will be pretty incredible. You you'll probably like this, Pat. So we were talking to Gustav after uh, Daytona after he won, and his goal is this right here. You ready? His goal is to race the Olympics, 70.3 Worlds, Collins Cup, and Kona. All in a span of like six weeks. I wouldn't doubt your face. For a your face says I mean, it all. I'm just like, what? You know, okay, cool. You know, yay, yay, participation. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, what up, you know. Uh, I don't think the, Gustav is in it for the participation. No, I don't either, but I think he'd rather Gustav would rather win one of those races than participate in four of them. So to say you want to do all four of them, I'm kind of just like, okay, tell me which one you want to win, bro. Like you're not in the, you're not here to uh I think he wants to win all four of them. Well, I think he wants to win the Olympics. 
Yeah, he's got. We got. If you had to pick one of those to win, I think he'd probably pick the Olympics. Yeah, of course, and then not do any of the rest. So, um, it's good to have options. Yeah, un, un, unreal. I mean, we're. The, yeah, I mean, there's just going to be the, the, the race. Pat, you get more stoked about WTS racing than Ironman racing, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, there's, there's you way seem more... so stressed. You're like, frick, the race what is in two days. I mean, I'm stressed for I'm stressed for these athletes. I'm I'm stressed out for the athletes. But I'm gonna be honest. It's. Could um... you imagine if you were there? Are are you? You're not allowed to have spouses or significant others. You probably wouldn't have been able to go if Glenn was I'm, still racing I'm triathlon. Thrilled. Yeah, I'm. Well, hopefully she wouldn't have had to go anyway. So. Um... They are all in single single occupancy rooms. So if you had someone there with you, it's just you in the room. They'd have to have their own room. I mean, Chelsea, you've been to Yokohama, haven't you? Yes, I have. Yeah, and she put it out a great result can... last time she raced there. Yeah, actually. There you Thanks go. Thanks for the super, research, Kyle. Super, Kyle. Wow. Were you um, ninth, ninth or thirteenth? I can't remember. I actually have no idea. I don't. Well, I don't think I was ninth. You sure? But I was like, you almost could have sure. qualified for freaking the race. But Chelsea, can uh, you imagine? Can you imagine being at Hotel Monterey right now by yourself in a hotel? Like. Well, no. I mean, you just there's way too much time on your hands there, you know. Yeah, I'd be pretty sad, but I do think they are staying quite busy with these bus bus routes yeah. to the training and back. So I think that Dude. they're probably doing a combination of getting in some sleep when they can, getting yeah. those lunchbox meals <laughs> down. Did there was a couple? Did you tell us what was in the lunchbox? You just said not lunchbox meal. Hot okay, dogs. Yeah, Always hot, hot dogs. dogs. I have the pictures. Let me pull some up for you here. I got. I just got lots of pictures sent from the uh, the athletes yesterday. Should we make that the Should we make that the episode, the key episode? No, it should Is be a photo. It should. It should be a photo. A photo. Sure. That's a great. The idea. photo so, of the food. I can tell you breakfast. Do you want to hear breakfast yesterday? Yeah, run us down right. with breakfast. Okay, salad, <laughs> sandwiches like those little cut up squares with the crusts removed with. Uh, some layering of like meat and cheese and maybe i don't know a sauce and oh, then no. probiotic yogurt there was three items but uh, luckily they took off the crusts that was super thoughtful can you um it's probably I mean, it's, a, it's, a sh it's a shame because it is it is such a fun race to go to it's it's normally it's super fun um i'm i'm bummed that this is the athlete experience and this is the experience of like what athletes have to do to qualify for the Olympics. And I think thinking about it is giving me anxiety. And that's why I've just been a little on edge because this, this race is so high stakes and I'm, 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 I'm bummed for the athletes, honestly. Yeah. Absolutely. But I think just given the global situation that we kind of have to operate with a new normal and just, I don't know, make the best of what we're in. Yeah, no, I mean, if this is, if this is what you have to do to race, it's what you have to do. So, um, Lunch? What was what's for lunch? Gosh, what was lunch? I'd have to work Dude, normally harder. normally the food normally this race is so fun normally. This the, the food situation here, you go to the gas you go to these little corner markets and uh, Chelsea, did you ever get the did you ever get the sweet the potatoes? Sweet potato? Yes. I mean Jinx. So to not have that, I'm 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 just I'm bombed. I, I am too. I know the sweet the sweet potato is got a special place in quite a few of those athletes' hearts. But like I said, 
you know, it's just, it's 2020. I want to hear about someone like bootlegging this, this sweet potato <laughs> and like going up to the front desk and, or taking a detour, going to this swim workout or going to the bike workout or going to a run workout and bootlegging getting this sweet potato. I want to hear a story come out from that. All right. I'll let you know if I hear anything of that. Chelsea, plant some seeds in people's heads and be like, you should do this and then tweet about it. Okay. <laughs> the tweet. I, I also know that quite a few of them brought their own individualized rice cookers, which Yo, Pat boss, probably Mark. knows a lot about that. But um, that's Pat's staple. It is. Yeah. The cool part about the cool here's the cool part. Cool part about bringing your own rice cooker into Japan is that it's the same voltage. It's the exact same one that you would use uh, here in the states. Same voltage, same plug. That that was what was awesome. Is I was buying rice cookers from Japan and then bringing them back to the states because uh as like my as a keepsake because they were the exact same um you weren't like bringing back for resale no 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 i was bringing them you have to declare it when you were coming back into the country nope i was just just for my own just to have um yeah it was just to have a japanese specific rice cooker at home i just thought it was such a fun little story piece um so yeah unreal tsa is going through your bag they're like what the frick this guy yeah, unreal. Has like 16 rice cookers in his bag. It's possible. Sweet. Uh, do you want me? Do you want my men's picks? Since I'm the only one that's going to be making some picks nowadays. <laughs> yes, yes we we would love them. All right, I'm gonna hit y'all with um, Vincent Louis. I think he's gonna defend his uh his victory from 2019. I think he's gonna he's gonna blow it away. It's a pretty safe pick there. Yeah. I'm sorry, I don't want to risk it too much. I'm going to go Morgan Pearson is going to get second place. And then I'm going to go Alex E third place. All three peer runners. Yeah, so I'm going to, I just looked at the men's list, glance at the men's list quick. I'm going to, that's going to reflect my exact same thoughts. I think France's policy has got a lot of weight on this, just based on the, the French. Which is kind of crazy because Vincent, I mean, he's freaking like defending world champion. All this stuff, like, yeah, he well, should already have a slot. He should be hanging out with Mario training. Um, I, so think, I think Vince would have to walk the run for France to not select him for the Olympics. Yeah, I would, I'm I mean, sure I, he just wants a chance to race. So, there's that. Um, the other interesting one is Jake Burtwistle and uh, Aaron Royal are both on the list. I, I thought Jake already had earned a slot, so I'm wondering if he's having to go... Uh, I know that Australia is in jeopardy. They only have two slots right now for the relay, so they they need some points just to just to protect and to maybe move up and get three slots. Chelsea, do you know anything about that? I'm not totally sure. I can't confirm what the Australian men need to get their slots. Uh, three more people, though, I'd add to the maybe podium would be uh, Leo Berger. If you do think it's going to be a a front group away, I think I'd probably put him on the podium. And then also Martin Van Riel. Yeah. Martin's been killing it on the Super League races, so he's yeah. red yeah. hot. Yep. Yep. Okay. Chelsea out here making some we'll bold see. predictions. Yeah, you know, I, watch, I, I, watch them two get get on the podium. We'll see. We can then we'll have down. to bring you on. When then we'll have to bring there. you on full time. Well, I think that we've all established that we don't need Talbot. <laughs> After today, no, for, certainly not. No. So he texts he texts at like he texts me I don't know probably ten o'clock and was like I'm going with Danielle on a five hour ride uh here's Chelsea's contact 
make it happen. I and responded like, and I said, Talbot, even if you're going on a five hour ride, there are 19 hours left in the day. I don't see how this is something that you can't manage. No, because we're because we record at the same time. We've got it. Ah. We've, we've done it. Like we're pretty we're pretty dialed in. But Talbot's a big people pleaser. He loves to make sure everyone's happy, everyone's comfortable, things like that. So no, I do appreciate him giving me more advance notice in the past. We've been friends for twelve years now. So at this point, like him giving me this much notice is like holy frick! Like we're getting somewhere. This massive, yeah, unreal. You know Talbot. He kind of flies by the seat of his pants sometimes. The, the best thing the best thing that's going on is that I've got him on uh, you know he's one of my friends on five of my friends so I can <laughs> it's that's always like the best game to play is like where is he um, and I'm 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 blown away you know at how many times I'm like oh Talbot's okay I guess Talbot's on vacation again what are we, what are we doing here this is insane so yeah I awesome. agree. I'm in Sedona right now, and Talbot told me he was in Sedona, but I didn't believe him for about four days until I saw a photo of him actually being in Sedona. So. <laughs> We're all in Sedona. What a guy. That's awesome. So, all right, we'll be back next week to uh, kind of walk through the results. Chelsea, will you join us next week? I'd to love talk to. about results? Wednesdays? Wednesdays. Yep, 2, 2 p.m. PST. Cool. Yeah, I think, I'll be I in- mean, I... You'll be back in Boulder Boulder or what? I'll be in Boulder by then. Love it. We'll have to send you, we'll send you a mic. I think there's a mic around here that we're not using. So we'll send you a mic and then you, we'll get you, uh, we'll get you fixed up real nice. Uh, Awesome. I can't wait. So we'll talk to you guys next week about the WTS Yokohama happening this weekend. Be sure to tune in and give us your thoughts. Thanks. See ya.